When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. Good evening, it's Cormac and Saoirse here on FM 104. How are you doing for a Wednesday night? Coming up a little bit later on on the show for you, uh, MDMA <clears throat> and psilocybin, they're being used now to treat mental health issues like depression and PTSD, alcoholism and a lot of other addictions. Why and how exactly are they being used? How safe are they? How dangerous are they? Why are scientists and psychiatrists looking to psychoactive drugs in the treatment of uh, various different mental disorders? We'll be talking about that a little bit after 10 o'clock this evening. Also, <clears throat> you might have heard conflicting reports about pubs opening the whole meal situation with it being nine quid to get a uh, nine quid to get a meal two meter distancing and now uh, there's talk of various different things that are kind of confusing a lot of people 90 minutes apparently you'll only be allowed to stay in uh, the pub for as well we're going to be chatting to a Dublin lad who runs the angry Irish bartender Facebook page uh, he'll be on just kind of uh, giving his view as a bartender and as a bar manager here in, in Dublin what the situation is like and also there'll be a roundup of the weirdest news stories from around the world on down with that sort of thing careful now you can get in touch let us know what you're up to this evening 87 this is Room 104 with Cormac and Saoirse. FM 104. And how's Saoirse for Wednesday? I'm great. I'm in really good form. Why? Because I've got loads of chocolate in the fridge and you asked me to get chocolate for the top of the show. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, I want, I want to try something at the start of the show and uh, if, if you have some chocolate and you're listening at home, go get some. They're not like a, a chocolate biscuit or anything like that. I'm talking specifically like a chocolate bar. I, want, I just want to test Saoirse... I want to test your willpower in, in a few moments' time. But listen, um, <clears throat> it'll be a timed a timed race and a timed challenge. But if you have any chocolate beside you, either in the car or in the kitchen, and go get it and drop us a text when you have it, and we'll see if you can uh, last any longer. So that is on the way in just a couple of moments. But um, I was trying to figure out today, okay, what mm. is the single greatest thing about working from home? Uh, the single greatest thing I think about working from home is probably that... Me personally, I can dip in and out of work. I don't mind working early and then taking a bit of a break and then getting back to it. Whereas when you're traveling somewhere, you're, you have a kind of set time and you're under a bit of time pressure. So that's what I like. I think naps. Oh, see, I don't do naps. Ah. Oh. No, I don't do naps. I solidly sleep for eight hours or nine hours and then I wake up and I'm awake for the day. And I can't do that. I had This is the first time I've done this now and I don't know why I haven't been doing this, but... Just a little 20-minute nap earlier on on the couch. Amazing. Well, they are meant to be very good for you. Oh. But only if you do 20 minutes. I think if you go over a certain amount of time, it's actually really bad for you. 
Yeah, you can kind of be worse. You can be groggy. I think maybe the maximum nap time, 90 minutes, because you go through one full sleep cycle, I think. But if you go any longer than maybe 20 minutes, half an hour, and get up in the in the middle of a sleep cycle that kind of hasn't completed, and you're a groggy mess, and you're an idiot, and you're all over the place, that's obviously not good for you. But I just think if we do wind up going back to work, um, can we bring beds back into work just for a little lie-downs? A little 20-minute lie-down in the afternoon? No, absolutely not. But you have a little lie-down room on your own, just one little bed, and you can just go in there. I, because they've started doing that in some colleges, I think. I think some of the, some of the colleges, I'd nearly be sure in Minute they might have, but I think maybe in, in UCD or DCU, they have little napping pods where you they can go do, and, yeah. and just chill out for a little, a little look, few minutes. Even the fact that the two of us can't be in the same studio for probably a long time to come, you definitely can't fit a bed in there. Yeah. And has That's anyone tragic. else started considering? I just had this brainwave earlier on. Someone mm. posted up on someone posted up on Twitter, right? They're like, uh, if you're a radio presenter and you're working from home, what's you know the biggest thing that you've learned about working from home, right? And it just hit me. Uh, and this might be the same. If you are currently working from home, do more of an office job. I know if you are obviously in, in hospitality, if you're in retail, if you're a nurse, unfortunately, you probably couldn't do this. But if you are currently working from home and it's all going well and you're hitting your targets and you're doing your workload, what's stopping you like moving to Spain? I was only thinking about that today. Like, honestly, there's no difference between us doing the show from Spain than there is here. We have our Zoom calls. We're able to communicate. You once, know, you have decent, once you have decent internet, we can kind of do the show from anywhere in the world. So it was just like... Sure, if I went off to Spain tomorrow and internet was perfect, you wouldn't have a clue. That's what I'm saying. You wouldn't know. So, I mean, are, are, are a lot of people kind of having the same realisation? And not even, not even um, leaving Ireland, right? Ireland. And not even leaving here, but like obviously Dublin house prices are laughable. Yes. You know, you go into Daff and you just start crying your eyes out because you'll never be able to afford a house. But you could like move to Athlone. Does anybody really want to move there though? I'm just using an extreme example of the metropolis that is Athlone. Okay, and maybe, but like if more people move down there, well then yeah, you would. You know, there'd be more of a more of a, a nightlife, more, more crack. I just wonder now, are people kind of copping on to the fact that I, I don't have to actually live in a bedsit in Dublin with 17 other people for 800 quid a month per room. I could move down, probably rent an entire flat in a ghost estate that was never finished in Roscommon and have the entire place to myself. Actually, Roscommon, I think, is the cheapest, isn't it? Uh, if you're around the, the Midlands somewhere, uh, anywhere, yeah. Now, I don't know what the internet's like now. To be, if only the government had sorted out this broadband a few years ago, we would have been fine because, you know, the last thing... If we had dodgy country internet that sometimes doesn't exist, that wouldn't work. But I'm just saying, like, are people seriously eyeing up the, the possibility of going, hang on a second, I could be doing this from Alaska, lads. I did see a study done recently that said that most people looking for a job now are looking for a job that they can work from home. We're all getting lazy. No, it's not lazy, though. Just because you're working from home doesn't make you lazy. I think most people are more productive. And like you said, you can go live in the back end of nowhere and you don't have to travel. And you can have naps. And you can have naps. Exactly. <laughs> Got a campaign for this. So if uh, management is listening here in FM104, what would be the crack with, you know, just doing the show from, from, from uh, somewhere, somewhere warm? From no, I'd actually like somewhere cold. Somewhere cold. Somewhere freezing cold. Greenland. I'll do it from the North no. Pole. Have a little I'm all for getting my hoop out on the beach in Spain <laughs> and being on air at the same time. You've got to get those likes. Got to get those Insta likes. Could be key. Could be <laughs> absolutely key. You'd be killing two birds with one stone. Yeah, because I could have the radio show and then the OnlyFans account on the side. Yeah. Be fine. Yeah. yeah it might work. might work indeed. Listen, um, if you've had such a brainwave, and maybe you're seriously considering it, like, why not do it? 
do it now because I think this is this is reinforced the fact that or shown shown up how much we could use technology if we kind of bothered our backsides that you could just get up and go if you are an office job right if you're working I know you might be working security you might be working in a warehouse or a delivery driver that's not going to work um, but you know if you're doing a boring office job yeah there's no reason why not like has anyone because someone messaged in the other night saying that they're, they're they've hired an Airbnb in Spain for a month I think the month of August it was like a thousand quid for the month and there's probably an entire whole place that they're getting and if they're going there with another half or a friend and they're half not happy days but like would your bosses even realise if you just on, on, on flew out on a Friday night and Monday morning you were set up in Spain like I know all the flights are locked down at the moment but like maybe in the next month when things get lax some places aren't going to be letting people back into the building until August but like for, for the month of July could you just leg it over to Spain and have uh, work from work from there like would they have any issue with it? Do you know what? The, or Thailand. Two, things, Thailand. two things that could go wrong that you're on a Zoom call and then obviously they notice the background or two you know the phone call when you're ringing someone abroad the tone but is it, different. It, but if you do it over WhatsApp you yeah, can rely on WhatsApp. If someone decides, oh, I'll just ring them on their phone, and then they're going, hang on a second. <laughs> this is, uh, this tone, is yeah. abroad. They yeah. see you on the beach, and they're like, hang on, where are you? You're like, oh, it's just Port Marnock. But it's lashing rain over here. Ah, it's just a little bit further down. Port Marnock For the most part, though, I mean, they wouldn't know. No. And could they say anything? Could they give out to you for doing that? Because you're doing your job. I know, yeah. That's what I wonder. I wonder if anyone's doing that. We, we should do it. We should, uh, you know, start this out first. Uh, we'll, see, we'll see what the crack is. If your you job does lend it to you. I'm on the plane right now. I'm on the old Aer Lingus <laughs> Wi-Fi. <laughs> going, going across, seeing what the crack is. Oh, the uh, dream. That, that would be the dream, yeah. Uh, okay, right. Um, if you have some chocolate there with you, I want to see how long, Saoirse, you can last doing this, right? Now, I um, feel bad, right? I'm, go- I'm just going to tell you what happened. So, I took a picture of the, the bar of chocolate that I'm going to use today, and it's the, you know, 110 gram one. So the big galaxy bar of chocolate. But yep. I assumed in my head, you're not going to need me to have the whole thing because most people buy a regular bar of chocolate, but I never do. I always buy the big one. So I've eaten half of it already. Oh, that's fine. That's fine, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you only need like a, a piece. Oh, cr- that's grand. Yeah, I have half of it left. Oh, grand, grand. Well, that's perfect. And if you've uh, some chocolate at home, a, a random chocolate bar, pr- preferably just a solid kind of block of chocolate, nothing too fancy. Uh, and no biscuits for this as well. <clears throat> How long do you think you could go placing mm. a piece of chocolate on your tongue without chewing it or swallowing it and just leaving it there? Oh, no, that's that's mean. It is mean. What? How long could you go? Oh, my God. Um, I've never done it before. How long do you think Saoirse could go with this now? She's a chocolate fiend, right? How many I seconds am. do you think she can last without chewing? You're not allowed to chew. Uh, can you swallow? No, you're not allowed to swallow or you're not allowed to suck. You just have to leave it on your tongue and then <sighs> leave it there for a few minutes. Um, how, how many seconds do you think she could last? Live on the now, air doing this. Send us in your When game. I remember having Maltesers or Minstrels, you know, you, you say in the cinema, and you'd be sucking on them mm. for as long as you can because you might be running low and there might be only a few left, so you want to make sure that it doesn't disappear too quick. Yeah. So in that regard, I'd probably be able to maybe hold off for about a minute. <clears throat> but I think without doing anything, just keeping it, Oh, I mean, my mouth's watering, even thinking about that. It's just leaving it on your tongue and not swallowing, not sucking, not doing anything, just leaving it on your tongue. How long? Oh, my God. Brian said three seconds. No. Like, I'd obviously try really hard to not, but I think I'd probably give in after a minute, yeah. 
Would you be able to last 60 seconds even? That's a long time. I think I would, but do you know what I'd be terrified of? That the taste would change or something. <sighs> I, I never ever want else. to be... I never ever want to be disgusted by a galaxy. Ever. I don't think you would. This is more like this is more like painful willpower to drive you absolutely insane. I know, but I don't have willpower. I also don't have any patience. These are two, two things, things that are going to go against you in this. Yeah, definitely. Now, listen, I have a twirl here beside me, which I might join in on. But I just want to see... Um, do you want to have a go? See how long yeah. you can last? Okay. I'm actually kind of long... happy in a weird way that I ate half of it because... Oh, yeah, at least you know you've gotten been... some. Yeah, I've gotten some. Right, how long do you think so she's going to be able to last just placing one single piece of chocolate on her tongue? No swallowing, no chewing, no biting, no nothing. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Are you good to go? Yeah, I'm good to go. I have a, a little square. Okay. It's tiny though. Can I put two in at the same time? I don't, I don't know. No, it's on my tongue. <laughs> I'm gonna stick two of them in. Oh, careful now. That's what she said. Oh, for God's sake, would you stop? It's only nine o'clock. Quarter past nine. Okay. I'm not. Ready? I'm not the one putting two of them in my mouth now. My God. Oh, uh, oh okay. Right. right, right. Excuse Hang me. Hang on there a second. Now I need. To, I need to get my. Um, I need to get my stopwatch out. Okay. Wait. Okay, how are you um, putting a whole twirl in your mouth? Are you just taking a mouthful. Oh no! You're going. You're going. You're going first, and we'll see how you. How long you get. Okay. Right. Okay. Tell so me. Do this talking like this probably won't. Won't work out too well. Okay. Um, the bets are coming in. I think she's going to get twelve seconds. Sharon. Oh come on! I don't think Sharon's a big fan there of uh, this particular. I'm not bad. Event. Jesus. Now you have to be honest now, you're not allowed to swallow or chew. No, I won't. No, even swallowing, no sucking, just you have to let... I, I haven't put them in the, on the tongue yet. Okay, right, are you ready? Yeah. Here's okay. the chocolate challenge this three. evening. How long is she going to be able to go? Three, three two, two, one, three, go. Two, one. Okay. Uh, hey, thanks for your messages coming in. Uh, oh, eight, seven, I'm six, seven, I'm nine, seven, one, four. close my mouth. Uh, five seconds we have gotten from uh, Jacinta. Oh, Thank you for that. My, my saliva... Oh my god! That's what you're probably going to start getting dribbly, uh, and it'll be coming out of your mouth. But Oh, uh, this is so hard. Yeah, is it nice at least? Uh, I don't know because I haven't tasted it. I just sitting on you. So I you're currently swallowed. taking <laughs> currently taking part in the uh, chocolate <laughs> challenge here, live on the oh, show. Try it yourself as well. God. Just see how long you can go placing one piece of chocolate on your tongue and not eating it, not 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 chewing it, and not do it, not swallowing it all. It's much much harder than you think it is. It's really, it's really hard not to swallow. Like the saliva is building up. It runs it so bad. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I have to quit. I'm sorry. Oh. You oh done? My God. Mm. No, honestly, that's so hard. That's impossible. Because what How happens you... is... Go on. It, it tip, tips, obviously, off your tongue. And obviously, your taste buds are like, what the hell? This is amazing. And then it starts building up in your mouth and you can't resist. <laughs> Thank you, Galaxy, for your irresistible chocolate. So, um... Oh, I don't know how long that was. Did you count? Yeah, I did, yeah. What was it? I beat How 12 long do you seconds. Think you, did? you beat 12 seconds anyway, yeah. Did I beat a minute? No. Ah, oh, what was it? 53.9 seconds. Oh, for God's sake. Mm, I could have just held one. off. Yeah, that, that yeah. Like, honestly, I'm not even lying. That's one of the toughest challenges I've ever had to do. It's pretty tough. Try it yourself now. Yeah, it sounds easy because you're so used to just putting it in, hi-oh, and then just biting down on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But even the fact that you said you can't swallow. Stop it. 
No, but I mean that. When you when you have it on your mouth and your saliva is like building up and you can kind of taste something, but you can't put your mouth closed against it. So you can't swallow. Because once you swallow the taste, then you're like, oh my God. So it's very hard. <laughs> Stop. Okay, it's your turn. My turn. You, like seriously, you're just trying to get more audio for... Me saying rude Would I ever do such a thing like that? Please Come on do now. my bum. Hey, okay, there's no need for that now, Sasha. My God. Oh, Christ. Okay, stopwatch. Tell me when you're okay. ready. Hang on, hang on. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. How much chocolate did you use now? now? I use two, um, they're not squares, they're like rectangles, so they're small enough. So I think you should take maybe a third of, of your twirl. Get enough that it's going to make a difference. <laughs> a third of a finger. Yeah, exactly. A third of a chocolate finger. Where would you get it? Okay, do you have your stopwatch out there? Because I'll let I you do. time it. Yeah. Um, okay, so, I have the piece in my hand now. I'm just going to place it on my tongue. No swallowing, no chewing, no biting down, no nothing. No. Okay, here we go. Ready? Just Three, two, Hang one, on. go. Oh, wait. Right, tell me when. Okay, okay, count me in again. Okay, reset. Hang on. Hang on a sec now. What? Wait. Oh, here we go. Sorry. My thing went to a lap. Okay, never mind. Three, two, one, go. Is it on your tongue? Yeah. Okay. Are you are you getting the saliva feeling that I got? Uh, is, a little it, bit. is it building up? It's building up in my yeah. mouth. Yeah, because you do tongue? realize that you've got some chocolate in your mouth and it's delicious <sighs> and you can't even eat it. I know. I just want to. Is it getting worse? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I wish I had a video of this. <laughs> okay. Uh-uh. uh-uh. You know you want to eat it. You should mm-hmm. probably eat it. Yeah. Look, it, it wasn't made to be put in your mouth to not eat it. You know, this is torture. You should probably stop now. Do you want to stop? Do you want to no, eat it? I think, I think I should go a little longer. Maybe it's a type of chocolate that it is. I don't know. I think you're building up there. I think you're ready to cave. What if, what if that twirl show. doesn't taste the same? Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> now make sure you're not swallowing that. I'm not. I'm not doing any swallowing. If anyone is listening and they've just tuned in and they don't know what is happening, Cormac is doing a test where he has a piece of chocolate on his tongue. He's not allowed to bite into it or swallow it or taste it. Really, you just have to keep it on your tongue for as long as you can. And my I did eyes this are watering. My eyes Very. are watering. Very hard. Okay, I didn't get to the stage where my eyes were watering, but I think that is your body telling you that you want the chocolate. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to give in. Oh, Why are you way better at this stuff than me? You've got oh, way more stamina. Bigger mouth. <laughs> you do have a bigger mouth, I'm not going to lie. Oh, I'm really hard okay, you're, actually doing, you're actually doing There's ridiculously melting. well. You're doing well. Okay, I'm going to give you your time because you've clearly beat me. You're on... One minute and 47 seconds. Okay, I'll count it. Oh, my God. Who me? Let me try it. Okay, I'll count it down. Five, mm. four, three, two, one. Give yourself a foghorn. Mm. Two minutes. Oh, mm. my God. Mm. Very mm. impressed. The longest I've ever lasted. That is torture. Imagine trying to do that to a child. You know, they, they had that whole challenge thing where they were putting chocolate and stuff in front of kids and then walking off. I've seen it doing, doing it with dogs it. when they put it on its paw and they're like, don't eat that now. Yeah, I sure I did it with the cat. That was She literally edited the second I walked off. But to do <laughs> oh. that, 
that challenge where you can actually put it in your mouth, but you're not allowed to eat it. That's a challenge. Try it, because my eyes started watering there, and as you said, you just start building up saliva because you're not allowed to swallow either. If you could swallow, you could do that all day because you'd be kind of just sucking on it. But, uh, oh. it's, so it's actually your body reacting. Your brain has nothing to do with it. Yeah. You cannot yeah. resist. That's not bad. If you can get longer, what was, what was my time like? Two minutes? Two minutes. Now, obviously, you have to be honest now, because if you just do it and say 17 minutes, it'd be, it's, it's, it's in my eyes started watering there. And um, a lot harder than... It just feels as if you're, you, the, the automatic response from your jaw is just to bite down and swallow. Yeah. It's so weird. I didn't actually think it was going to be as hard as it was. It actually is hard. I'm going to eat this piece now properly and put myself out of mission and go, oh, my Do God, it isn't. Eat it. Now, you can well, try that in the car or on the way home. Let us know how long you get. Still to come on the show, MDMA, psilocybin, other psychoactive drugs are being treated or being used to treat uh, mental health illnesses like uh, depression, PTSD, alcoholism, and various different, uh, various different mental health conditions. We'll be chatting to somebody about that a little bit later on. Also, uh, the Angry Bartender, Ireland, a uh, good Facebook page, uh, usually a bit of crack, but they're just all over the shop now with the... Uh, 90-minute rule in the pub with the changing information that's coming out about the pubs reopening shortly because of the lockdown measures. Anyway. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Sir, you're here on Room 104, still come after 10, closer to half 10. You're going to be hearing from someone who is looking into the research and the effects that psilocybin and MDMA has on different mental health conditions. So apparently a big uptake now in various different psychological studies around the world looking at the use of psychoactive drugs in treating PTSD uh, and alcoholism and addiction and various different things like that. So that'll be on the way after half past ten. Uh, now though, what's what, what's the question for this evening, Saoirse? So I want to know who do you think is the highest paid TV host of 2020? Oh, that's a good one. Mm. Oh, that's a very good one. I have the top ten here, by the way. But I want to see if you can guess the number one place. Mm. Staggering amount of money. I hear. So in, in the world, we're not talking about Irish TV people here. No, absolutely not. Like Fionn has just typed, typed, in, typed in to say Ryan Tupperty. No. He's I mean, he does get highest, paid well. He's the highest earning in the country, all right. But he would probably be, be nowhere near any of the, the major people who are on the major networks over in the United States, no. I'd imagine. Absolutely not. I probably, I guess that the highest paid uh, person is on an American show. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So most of, most of the people on this uh, list are American. Hmm, that's so many people to potentially choose from. A lot of people, um, a lot of well-known people that you'll go, oh yeah. Yeah. I don't want to say anything in case they kind of give it away who it is, but yeah, a TV, TV host, TV presenter, you're probably watching a lot more TV than usual, being at home, stuck inside. Who is the highest paid for 2020 TV host in the world? It's in the United States, and that is generally the highest paid people in the world anyway. Um, if you think you know, you want to have a guess, who would you say? Who would you say is the highest paid uh, uh, TV presenter in the world? Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Like I don't even want to ask you if it's male or female. I think I'll probably give it away if you tell me. Yes, I think it would as well. Um, I think just uh, go with a guess, any guess at all. And I mean, a lot of people will know who this is. Um, right, we'll see if anyone can can, can get it. Um, but in fairness, a lot of people would know. You know the the list of ten people that I have here. Right. Okay. And are they on stupid amount of money? Like, how much money are we talking here? 
Well, in 10th place, uh, the guy that's in 10th place is on a salary of 12 million. So, yes. <laughs> Stupid money. <laughs> oh, 10th place. Imagine being on 12 million a year and just feeling like crap because you're only 10th. You're like, oh, good. Yeah. Honestly. Like, it's mad money. I remember hearing... Um, you know Bill O'Reilly and some of the Fox News presenters, and he was obviously yeah. ousted over a lot of sexual assault allegations, and rightly so, obviously. But like, he was paid off and settled his contract. He, he was on something like 20 or 30 million a year. As these news presenters, it was on so much money, it's absolutely astonishing. In the wrong game, here, we'll get over and just <laughs> jump ship Imagine. and see what the crack is, right? Look. Have a uh, have an old guess there. Who do you think on TV is the highest paid TV presenter slash host in the entire world? There are on an American show, obviously, because that's where the biggest audiences are. But oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. See if you can uh, see if you can get it right. We'll take a couple of guesses next. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. On the way, we'll be doing down with that sort of thing. Careful now. Uh, some of the weirdest stories from around the world, uh, and uh, one in particular about an Austrian man who was charged after farting at police officers. So we'll be filling in on that a little bit later on. Now we want to know this evening, Sersha. We want to know who the highest-paid TV presenter of 2020 is. Now this is in the world. Yeah, we're going to leave our Irish brethren alone for the moment. Yeah, I mean, they're on stupid money and we give out about it all the time because we think they're overpaid, but they're not as well paid as some people. Yeah, it must me. be a great, a great excuse for some of them here to kind of go, well, well, look at the lads over in America, they're on silly money. <laughs> oh, I'm only yeah, exactly. on 600 grand, hang on a second now. Hey, that's nothing. They're poor in comparison to their... Uh, it actually uh, is, though. <laughs> English and American counterparts. Yeah. Absolute pennies compared Mm, okay, highest paid, we're looking for salaries here now as well, okay, highest paid salary in 2020, 087-6797-104, drop us a WhatsApp, a lot of guesses coming in here for very, very similar people. Um, we have had a few in here, here's a good one in from Or. I'm going to presume this is Orla. I think it's Orla, is it Orla? Anyway, good shout on this one, James Corden. James Corden doesn't even make this list. Ah, oh, the poor man. He doesn't even make this list, I'm sure he's on Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. 
fantastic money, but he's not here. Poor, poor man. Yeah. Um, everyone else, I'd say we've had about uh, countless texts coming in from Gary... Gary also mentioned, yeah, the football's back on this evening. I know, some for, form of normality. We can start giving out about football on Twitter as opposed to uh, politics, Brexit, and everything else that's toxic on there. So happy days for that. Yeah, thank you, Gary. Uh, Gary has said that. Keith has said... Who else has said this as well? And uh, the last text in here. Sorry, uh, Raymond, what's the story? They've all gone with, and, and a load of other people who have gone with, Ellen. Is Ellen the highest paid Ellen DeGeneres. She's not the highest paid, but she does come in in second place. Oh. Yeah. She comes in in second place. So, um, obviously, she's very well known. A lot of people watch her show. Do you know how much she's worth? I don't. I kind of don't want to know because I think she is worth, like, a staggering amount of money. She's worth 490 million. (laughs) And has a fortune, a fortune. So I, I guess that's everything. It's not what she has in her bank account, but combined of seventy-five billion. Ellen. Ellen. I don't believe that. Well, she is she, at four hundred and ninety. She's not worth seventy-five billion. She's at four hundred ninety million. That's what she is. That's what she has to play with. Four hundred and ninety million. Not one million. Wow. Not two. Four hundred and ninety. So yeah, she is um, obviously very wealthy and comes in in second place. We've had another one. Gary Lineker must be up there. No, Gary Lineker does not make the list either. Thanks for that, Matt. But unfortunately, it's not up there. Yeah, he's probably one of the top highest paying uh, presenters in England and the UK. I think he is. He's definitely... He's definitely one of the, the top. He's on a couple of million a year. I think he's definitely up there. Um, but unfortunately, no, he's not. He, I'd say he doesn't come anywhere near um, what the highest paid TV, TV hosts in the world are on. Uh, if no, you want to have a guest, 0876797104. Patrick has said David Letterman. Now, is he not off TV? He's doing his own Netflix special, isn't he? But I think he yeah, is. He's not on the list. No, he's not on the list. Um, he's not on the list at all, actually. But he'd be worth a huge amount of money. Yeah. Yeah, d- definitely. Definitely. Those The TV salaries in the United States are insane. Tons yes, of text coming in here now. <laughs> Catherine Thomas. <laughs> Catherine Thomas. I used to be really jealous of her because she got to do the, uh, what was that, travel program. Oh, yeah. I know the one you're talking about, yeah. So she was ba- she was basically paid to go on holidays and... Uh, Maybe do it's not a, holiday, it's work, Susha. Sorry, it's work, a one-day okay? shoot while she's sitting on a boat um, going around, I don't know, Rome. Uh, that would be the dream. Oh, but she's completely. definitely not earning 12 million or 95 million or 490 million. Stupid amounts of money. Okay, yes. is it? This This is coming a few times now. Claire, good evening, Claire and Blanche. What's the story? This is coming in a few times. First time I came in from Claire, but a lot of people said this. Is it Dr. Phil? Ooh, Dr. Phil does make the list, but it's not Ooh. him. Oh. Yes, Dr. Phil comes in in, is it fourth place here? Hang on two seconds, I'll get it. He comes in in fourth place, yes. So Dr. Phil is... So he's not the highest paid. No, he's not. He does have a salary of 80 million and he currently has 440 million. So he's worth 400 and something million and his, his yearly salary is 80, 80 million. 80 million, yeah. Lats. 80 million. Mm-hmm. 
I just want to divide that down quickly. Just uh, 80 million. 80 million. What's divided by 12. Uh, yeah, six, 6 million. Oh, yeah, sure. That's grand, isn't it? Nearly 7 million a month. Wow. A month. A month. Would you be well? A ton of texts coming in here now. We're going to get through them now in just a second. But we're looking for 2020, the highest paid highest paid TV presenter slash host in the world in, in 2020. Staggering amount of money. It is not Ellen. It is not... Uh, Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil. It's not James it Corden. Not it's not Letterman. It's not Letterman. Uh, it's not Gary Lineker. It's definitely American. Can I ask, is it... We, we kind of trim this down, focus down a little bit. Is this person on nighttime TV or daytime TV? Daytime TV. Oh! That's... Yeah. Daytime hmm. TV, uh, everybody knows this person. Absolutely okay, well, everybody. Even if you don't watch it, you've seen it before, you've heard of it before. You know, what, what went along with that was books and TV shows and the usual. Okay, there you go. Daytime TV presenter is the highest paid TV host in the entire world, probably on a staggering amount of money. It's more than Dr. Phil, who was on 80 million, uh, 80 million a year. That's his salary, right? So who do you think is a bigger TV presenter on 80 million, uh, on more than 80 million a year? Who, who would you pay more than 80 million a year? Um, listen, you probably wouldn't pay anyone, but these people are on uh, far more than that anyway. 87 104 FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Here in room 104 after 10, after half 10, um, you're going to be hearing from someone who is promoting, advocating and exploring the science behind psychedelics like MDMA and psilocybin and their impact on mental health diseases and their use as a treatment in various different mental health diseases like uh, alcoholism or addiction, PTSD as well. So it'll be an interesting conversation taking place after half 10 uh, this evening. Now, though, we just want to know who you think is the highest paid TV presenter in the entire world. So we have had Letterman, we have had James Corden, Gary Lineker, uh, Ellen. Ellen's up there. Ellen's the second highest paid person, but not not the first. How much is Ellen on again, by the way? And we've had Dr. Ellen, Phil. Yeah, Ellen is on stupid money. She is worth 490 million. Disgusting amount. Disgusting amount of money. Um, uh, Dr. Phil paid a salary of $80 million, $80 million yeah. per year. Not the highest paid TV Not personality highest, at all. He only has $440 million. That's all he oh, has. Poor man. Poor man. Give poor Dr. Man. Dr. Yeah. Phil a break, will you? It's not Judge Judy, by the way. Tons and tons of people will. Uh, Suzanne, um, who else has gotten in saying, is it that Keith? What's the story? Thank you, Jay, out in the Liberties. What's the crack? Jay, good guess. Very, Very good, guess. good guess. She but comes in in sixth place. Yeah, she's uh, definitely on the list. So she is worth 420 million. Now imagine she was just a regular judge. I don't even think she's, I wouldn't even know if she's a real judge. I heard something before that she's like just an adjudicator, adjudicator Judy, and uh, not even a real judge. But imagine trying to go to college, get your degree, and all the years that you have to spend to become a judge, and it's a very high up job. Nothing on what Judge Judy's making. Yeah. Doing a bit of acting. It's brilliant. But uh, 420 anyway. million, mad. I think she's an arbitrator. Arbitrator Judy. Yeah. Uh, anyway, okay, uh, most people are getting this. It's not Jimmy Fallon, it's not James Corden, it's not any of those late-night TV show hosts who are on a staggering amount of money anyway. Um, you've got the list of the top 10 highest-paid earners there in front of you, TV hosts, I yeah. should say. And we can quickly go through the list anyway. We'll kind of get uh, 10 to 2, and then we'll see who has gotten... Now, I think we should probably claim this guy as Irish because he always talks about being Irish. Uh, In 10th place is Conan O'Brien with 95 million. 
that's an awful that's an awful lot of money. He is he always claims that he is Irish. He started off writing on The Simpsons. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, I did know that actually. Yeah. So he he started off obviously um acting comic and then before he got his own show, of course. Um but his salary is 12 million. So he's been 12 million good. a year for being a TV host. Yes. And he's 10th bottom of the pile. My god. He's bottom of well, the pile, so we should feel sorry pile. for Conan O'Brien because <laughs> I don't know 12. what he can be buying for twelve million a year. Um, Steve Harvey is in uh, ninth place, two hundred million. Is Steve Harvey the guy who messed up on the was it the Miss USA or that pageant? Remember when he called out the wrong winner? I think it is actually, yeah, because he, he looks familiar, Harvey. and I definitely seen a. Uh, uh, a video of that but I was thinking obviously I know his face but I couldn't remember from where so his most famous work includes he did a show the Steve Harvey Morning Show Family Feud and Celebrity Family Feud so Family Feud did you ever watch that? Um, it's kind of like um, what's that UK TV programme it's uh, oh, the one was, it, was it Les Dennis was the guy who presented yes. over here for years really old long running UK TV show Family where Fortune it was like, or something there you go Family yeah. Fortunes our survey says uh-uh, same kind of show wasn't it? yes I think it was actually to be honest um, so he's in there in ninth place in eighth place Sean Hannity oh the Fox News anchor exactly yeah yeah so, oh yeah. Uh, he's in there with 250 million. He has an annual million. salary of 40 million. <sighs> yeah. 40 million? Just 40 million. And uh, disgustingly sick. It does, doesn't it? Right, okay. So, um apart from that, uh who's on next on the list? So I think you're going to be quite surprised about this one because he was hugely popular back in the day, but you wouldn't have thought he would have made the list in 2020, but David David Letterman yeah, I think he's retired now. He's definitely retired. He was late night with Letterman or whatever. What's uh, what's his salary looking like? So his salary is still fifty million a year. Four hundred <laughs> million is what he's worth. Oh, that's a staggering amount of money, right? Okay, so who do who do you next? So then, obviously, Judge Judy's in, and then at sixth, and then in fifth place, someone that has been around for ages since MTV kind of first started, Ryan Seacrest. Ah, oh, no, he can't be up yes. there. Yes. He is up there, seventy-five million he's, per year, and he's worth four hundred and thirty million. What does he even do anymore? So, I mean, he obviously was well known for American Idol, which is one show that is huge, and obviously yeah. that would make him a lot of money. Uh, American Top Forty, and then his radio show on air with Ryan Seacrest. Lads, 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 what's going on? Okay, cool. Who, so, where are we up to now? But he's also worked on shows like Keeping Up with the Kardashians, which is obviously going to make him huge has he? as well. Yes, he has, yeah. Doing what? I think he... Was he producing that? I think he did. He did something on that show anyway, behind the scenes. Uh, fourth place is Dr. Phil. 440 oh, million, cool. like we said. And then in third place, Jay Leno. Oh, like, I knew he was bigger back in the 90s. I wouldn't have thought he was still... Yeah, Jay is is still kicking about. Um, he is worth four hundred and fifty million, which is mad. Yeah, not bad. Like he's not been bad going since nineteen seventy seven. Like that's that's pretty impressive. Uh, then obviously we've got Ellen DeGeneres in second place with four hundred ninety million. Who is left? I think this is screaming at everyone. I think most people know who's the uh, highest paid TV personality. 
uh, of, I'd say of this year and of all time as well. A uh, few people have gotten, have, have gotten it correct, um, correct and right. Ellen it was a good shout. She was in second, staggering, a staggering amount of money. But yeah. um, does it say how much does this woman earn a year? I'm going to have this to give it away there. Woman. Oh, my God. She earns 300 million a year and is worth 3.5 billion. So there you go. That's almost as much. She, her salary is almost as much as what Ellen is worth total. Yes. And Dr. Phil, 80 million a year. Uh, and I'd be right in saying that Dr. Phil probably started on this woman's show many moons ago. I think so, yeah. It is obviously, I'm going to presume it's obviously Oprah. Yes, it's Oprah Winfrey, yeah. So listen, tons of you got that correct and right. It's obviously Oprah is the highest paid TV uh, host in the world. She has her own production company, which now produces all of her own shows as well. Um, 3.5 billion though. It's mental money. And in fairness to her, she did donate 400 million to charities uh, across the world. Nothing to her. Which, no, yeah, but it's it's great that she has because people that have similar money to her or very wealthy people, I have heard have given nothing um, so that is something I guess but she is like that kind of I'm going to say granny she's not that old but you know that mother slash granny figure that everybody wants in their lives isn't she well, she's yeah, comforting to watch like yeah well if, if she has that money you take anyone you're like here come on now <laughs> what do you 300, 300 million a year salary is obviously Mad. what's that now Three is that three I should be able to do maths three million a year three million a month no, hang do you on, know hang what on, I was thinking? More than that. If she 30 was, million a month. If she was making... So 30 million a month, right? So that's how many million a day? Like, stupid. stupid. She's on a million a day. A little less than a million a day, yeah. And probably like working. She, she probably gets a million a show, yeah. She doesn't understand the excitement of pennies opening up. Because <laughs> she, she could, could just buy, buy pennies. a million times over, yeah. Yeah. Like, that's nothing to her. She's not going in going, oh, great. Wonder how much I'll spend now. Hopefully it's less than 100 million seriously yeah. astronomical I'd hate to not have that excitement well unless she looks at like boats or planes or islands and then she gets the same thing oh my god I can buy the tiny little Caribbean island happy days maybe but she doesn't really have competition <laughs> she just has to buy it oh god oh yeah. I don't know Oprah like, a lot of people spelling her name Opera yeah I mean she might as well be Opera Ryan Seacrest has a talk show with Kelly Ripa at the moment Thanks for that. Didn't know that. Um, ooh, yeah, so listen, tons and tons and tons and tons of you have correctly guessed Oprah. The first person to say it, though, who got this right, Martin, Martin Collins, correct and right, so send us in your details. We'll throw you out some uh, beautiful demotivational room 104 beer mats. There you go. Uh, Oprah, 300 million a year she is on for her job, so not a bad salary to be getting. About a million an episode, so... Uh, that's that. I don't know if we're going to be happy or sad about that for the rest of the show, but there you go. At least some people are raking it in anyway. Still to come on the show a little bit after, as we said, a little bit after 10 o'clock, a little bit after half past 10. MDMA, psilocybin, psychoactive drugs and uh, what they're doing and how they're being used to treat people with PTSD, addictions, alcoholism. That'll be an interesting conversation to have a listen to a little bit after half 10. On the way next, though, down with that sort of thing, careful now, a roundup of the weirdest stories from all over the world involving a man who was arrested by police in Vienna because he was um, he was flatulating aggressively at them and apparently that's illegal over there. That's on the way next. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. We're going to be chatting to uh, the person behind the Angry Bartender Facebook page, the Angry Bartender Ireland Facebook page, just to get their thoughts on how uh, people who work behind the bar are uh, 
get their thoughts on the whole nine euro meals, the two metre distancing and also the 90 minute session you can only have in a bar according to information that was kind of leaked a little bit earlier on or being released, uh, drip feeding at the moment. So we'll be chatting to him a little bit after 10 o'clock as well. Uh, now though... Don't with this sort of thing. Careful now. FM 104. So we got a roundup of some of the weirder, wonderful stories from all over the world. And have you ever had an insanely boring job, Saoirse? Yeah, I've had a few boring jobs. I told you I used to have to walk up and down uh, Henry Street carrying a sign for a certain company. Like a sandwich board? Yeah. Or the dream. I just had, just had to do laps up and down. And yeah, it was easy work, but... If you had a heavy night out the night before or you bumped into someone you knew, you were A, very tired from walking and B, extremely embarrassed. Yeah, never a good combination at all. No, it it was a really boring job. So that was probably the worst, I'd say. Um, Let us know the most boring job that you've ever had that you maybe you're doing it right now or maybe you don't know why you did it for so long. 0876797104. And get this. A man in France who claims to have been so bored at his job sued his employer and won uh, 45 grand in compensation. No, he did not. Yeah. What was his job? You know, it's a little bit, more, little bit more complex than that. But it turns out he argued, he worked for, he was a manager at a perfume company in like a perfume, perfumery. Uh, and he worked there until 2015. He sued. He initially sued his employer for 400000 He said that the place was so boring and the job was so mind-numbingly boring that he fell into a deep depression and had to take months off. And he was put on months of sick leave. Um, and then after a while, after a couple of months of being off, they fired him. And he claimed that it was, uh, I suppose, unfair dismissal. And he claimed that it was uh, unfair the way they got rid of him. He took him to court and he didn't obviously get the 400000 he was asking for. But he claims that the job was so boring that it made him depressed and sick. And he said they got, they got rid of him and he was awarded forty five grand in compensation. Oh, my God. I should have tried that. I kind of feel bad for the company. Because you know the way there's just some people who you just, you can never please. Yeah, that's now, true. You're trying to run, you're trying to run a business... And then some guy doesn't like the job, and I don't know, did he ever come to the boss saying, I just feel as if I'm being under-resourced here or underutilized, and I'd like something a little bit more challenging? Um, well, I mean, he would have got more money by suing them, so... <laughs> you know, let's be fair, like... <laughs> you know, but I'm just kind of looking at this kind of going, like... I know, it is bad. It is bad. Suing them for being bored. Now, we obviously don't know the specifics of this case. It just said, in 2015... He uh, claimed the company signed him off work for several months due to uh, him being depressed from being bored at work. This is what he claims, though. He was bored at work. And then they said he was off for so long that they just fired him. So, obviously, they didn't tick the boxes when it came to uh, the dismissal procedures over in France. Four years fighting this in court. He's 48 years of age. Won his case. They handed him 45 grand. That's mad money. I'm so surprised that actually... Yeah, that he actually got that. How much are you owed? How many boring jobs have you had? <laughs> You're kind of like, well, I could, I, you know, I could make some of them more boring than they were. So yeah, no worries. I could go to every company yeah. and try and try and get a, a forty-five. That's amazing. Yeah, not madness. Anyway, that's what happened over in France. Over in Vienna, police officers had to. Uh, well, they they arrested a man uh, and who was charged and got a five hundred euro fine uh, for, as they say, farting provocatively in front of police officers. <laughs> 
Now, firing provocatively sounds like it's a good thing. Uh, yeah. So they have offending public decency acts over there, and he was charged with this on June the 5th. And it goes into a little bit more information as to what happened. So <laughs> they said the man had been sitting on a park bench before getting up, looking at the police officers that were standing beside him and letting go a, quote, massive intestinal wind, apparently full with intent. So he obviously directed it at them, identified them that these were the people he was directing it at and let rip and they arrested him and charged him and he got fined 500 quid for offending public decency laws. Oh. Oh, that's a strange one. I've never heard of that happen. So they said, obviously, you know, if you accidentally let one slip, if you're doing a little bit of yoga and you're doing a pose and you're a little bit gassy and one of them slipped out, you're not going to get arrested for that. But because he saw them and deliberately did it in front of them, they were like, that's... In, that's indecent, apparently. I mean, it is indecent, though. We've had this conversation before. <sighs> is it, though? I, I'm yes. just trying to think now. Does this mean that every uh, every woman, if her partner farts constantly, you can charge them 500 quid now? How amazing would that be? Run up a tab. Would that not stop you doing it? It would. <laughs> You think it's a big joke until she finds you and then you're like, oh, actually, maybe I'll take this seriously and won't do yeah. it again. Yeah. Yeah, I think fair play. <laughs> All right, so there you go. Be careful who you're farting at in Vienna if you ever get to go there again. Um, moving on now, over in the United Kingdom, there was a very crazy story that popped up on Reddit over there, right? We've talked about similar stories before, but this, this is just a little bit odd. So a couple were moving into uh, a, a house share over in the UK and their letting agent brought them in and showed them around the place and it was a house share and they're like oh happy days they got a room and they moved in and then a couple of days later they noticed that the light in the bedroom beside them was still on so they rang their uh, letting agent and they were like the door was locked they had no key and they were like here listen that light is still on so we're just wondering would you be able to come back and turn it off because we don't have the we don't have the key for that room and we're afraid the electricity will come up. And then he left it a few days without noticing. It turns out the letting agent had secretly moved in and had been living there for days without them knowing. Oh, my God. Yeah. How sneaky. How sneaky and how weird. So he'd been uh, living... Obviously, this, that spare room was locked up and it's a house share, so they, there, someone was going to be moving and they were going to try and be renting it out. But the, the letting agent just snuck in, locked the door and had been living there without telling anyone and moved... Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 